Our City Radio. Delano's Top of the Week. You're tuning to Our City Radio on 102.9 and 105.2 FM. And it's time for Delano's Top of the Week. Every week on a Monday, we have uh, the folks from Delano in to talk about a topic that's in the news at the moment. Have a look at some events that are coming up in Luxembourg City. And there's always a personal pick at the end. We have Cordula with us this morning. Good morning, Cordula. Morning, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. It feels like it's been a while since I've uh, done a Delano Top of the Week because I think I was away last Monday, so Lisa was doing it. And then we had a couple of long weekends, something like that. So... Nice to nice to be back doing this with you. Um, our topic today is um, the National Children's Week, which was introduced um, recently by the Luxembourg government. Uh, what is what is that? What's that all about? So it's the first time that Luxembourg is hosting a National Children's Week, and um, so already over this last weekend um, there was a children's festival and activity fair at uh, Nyminster and throughout this week there are um, sort of creches and these after school care facilities so Maison Relais and um, other places that open their doors to families and parents and it's really to kind of raise awareness about early years education um, and also what is referred to as um, informal education um, so education that happens not at a school but outside of the classroom. Um, so that's kind of the, the aim is to, to raise awareness uh, for the importance of that and, um, and access to this kind of education. It's interesting that um, this is only kind of being launched now and hasn't been around for a while. It sounds like the kind of thing that you might expect in Luxembourg. Why, why, why now? Why have they chosen to launch this now? So it, um, it comes at the same time as the government is moving ahead on making after-school care free of charge for primary school children. It's something that um, Xavier Bettel had announced last year in his um, State of the Nation speech in October. Um, and so they've now um, sort of made progress on, on a bill that needs to be voted in Parliament. Um, and it's doing this uh, with the aim to sort of provide equal, equal access um, to all families. Um, because if you can't afford to put your, your child in after-school care, obviously you'll be uh, left struggling to, for example, have a full-time job. Um, school lunches will also become free under the plans. Um, and um, so the government had previously given families um, access to 20 hours of um, free creche education. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's part of a, of a plan, I guess, to sort of raise more awareness uh, around uh, informal and early years education. And actually at the start of this month, um, the ministry had organized the first national schools fair, which was also a new thing. Um, and this came after it had announced plans to raise the compulsory school age from 16 to 18. Um, and because this is the age when teenagers are most likely to drop out of school without a qualification, um, that Lux- that rate in Luxembourg is around seventy percent. Sorry, seven <laughs> percent of uh, students who um, who leave school without a qualification. A certain number of them come back into the system later on um, to to do their uh, their end of school. Um, sort of exams anyways um, but so it seems so they have these uh, they've announced these new policies but then they kind of back them up with uh, with uh, a week of activities or something so for example at this school's fair um, you could go and check out all of the different um, education options that are open for you um, in sort of later in school and because there's all kinds of different branches that you can go to more vocational more academic and so on um, and this sort of national children's week is aiming to do the same thing to sort of present what the options are and, and what kind of care you can get for your kids. Okay, so so after school care will be free for every child in Luxembourg, is that right? Yep. Um, and what about um, when children are on school holidays? So it's only during, during school 
mm. weeks that this will be free. Um, so this still means that obviously parents who rely on um, after school care or just general <laughs> putting their kids somewhere um, during school holidays because they have to work, um, this will still be fee paying. Although there are other subsidy programs already in, in place um, to, to help parents um, afford that and fund that. Um, so it's the, the Czech service um, gives families and also low-income families in particular um, some free access um, mm. to this kind of, of like because they also have some holiday camps for example over the summer break and you can get other support for that and what about um, parents that choose not to put or to look at not to put their children in after school care but perhaps have a parent uh, who, who who takes kids at, <clears throat> looks after them at home uh, will there be some kind of um, I don't know financial incentive to do that or like help with that so Luxembourg has um, it has one of the highest rates of children being cared for in sort of daycare daycare facilities or another place rather than by family members. Um, I think that is linked to both parents working full time, um, but also, for example, many expat families don't really have the opportunity to leave children with grandparents because the grandparents are living somewhere else in other parts of this world. Um, so, for example, in, in Germany, 80% of children under the age of three are cared for only by their parents. In Luxembourg, that number is roughly a third, um, so substantially lower. Um, and a group of parents did actually recently lobby for families who choose to care for their children at home to receive a kind of parent pay. Um, and the government under Xavier Bettel in 2015 had struck um, a 500, 485 euro payment um, a month to stay-at-home parents, which was paid until the child's second birthday. Um, and this formed a sort of part of a wider reform of child benefits and parental leave. And um, because the, the aim was, or the government's aim was to um, sort of enable people to, and also encourage people actually to get back to work um, and to allow women in particular to um, integrate back into the workplace. Um, while Luxembourg, this was heavily debated at the time that this was being scrapped. At the same time in Germany, actually, there was a big political debate because Germany wanted to introduce this kind of benefit. And it was seen as like an incentive to tell women to stay at home. Um, so it was interesting to see kind of the same argument, but led from different perspectives um, in, in Luxembourg and Germany. So there was a petition um, filed by parents to, to receive some sort of stay-at-home pay um, and it reached more than 4,500 signatures, which, which meant that it was debated in Parliament and also with government representatives. There was no concrete outcome to that debate, um, but lawmakers have said that they wanted to continue um, looking into what options there might be um, to, to support the, the families who want to um, have a stay-at-home parent. Okay, um, so when will this free after-school care come into effect? So the idea is for it to come into effect with the start of the next school year, so mid-September. Um, but that also means that Parliament actually needs to vote on it before the summer break, um, because Parliament isn't in session between sort of mid-July and, um, yeah, uh, the rentrée, which in Luxembourg is a big thing. Mm. <laughs> um, everyone kind of uh, goes on on hold in the summer. Um, so there is a there is a draft law that's been presented. Um, the state council had already left some um, remarks on it, um, so it should hopefully make its way to a vote fairly quickly. Okay, uh, we're going to go to a track now. When we come back, we're going to be looking at some events that you've earmarked for our listeners to check out this week in Luxembourg. Sounds good. 
That's the Flaming Lips and Race for the Prize on Irish City Radio. We're back in the studio right now with Cordula from Delano uh, for their top of the week. And we're now going to look at some events that Cordula's picked out for uh, our listeners to check out if they so wish this week in Luxembourg. Uh, what have we got first, Cordula? So my first event recommendation is a screening of Oscar-nominated documentary Writing with Fire. It tells the story of a group of Dalit women in India who found a newspaper to report on injustices in their communities. Um, the Dalit under India's um, caste system, caste system, are also known as untouchables. Um, but these women just sort of defy all society's rules and conventions. Um, and um, at the same time, they also obviously, um, as women, uh, so their chief reporter has a, has a bit of a grumpy husband at home. Um, one of the other reporters is sort of trying to be pushed into marriage by her family, which would essentially mean that she would have to stop working. Um, and then also um, they have to digitalize their newsroom um, and all of the sort of new technologies that that brings with it which i think is a debate that you know many newsrooms around the world are having and it's just a really sort of inspiring uplifting film and that is yeah tomorrow so the 17th of may at 6 30 here at rotond um and there's also a talk uh with the filmmakers after the screening wow and all uh we should say that all of these events are listed on the Delano website but for that one I guess they can also head to uh, rotonde.lu to find out more yes and it's probably recommended to because uh, it's a free screening but you should definitely um, sign up yeah, yeah book in advance cool up next so this week is the release of the new Delano uh, of our next edition. And so as per usual, we're hosting our Delano Live event uh, to mark the launch. And this week uh, we are having a chat with Philip Crowther, who many people I think might know as the multilingual journalist phenomenon of uh, the interwebs. And he will be joining us. He's from Luxembourg um, and he'll be coming over to talk a bit about how he does his reporting in so many different languages. And that's on Thursday, the 19th of May, also from 6.30 at Zulu in Clausen. And obviously it's also an opportunity to pick up the the latest uh, edition of Delano, our June edition, which we have Lily Polfer on the cover. And um, we've sort of started looking ahead at the local elections that are happening in a year's time. Um, so we've yeah had a chat with a bunch of people about that elsewhere in other parts of the magazine. And we also have an HR supplement coming out with that, where we have the Labour Minister, George Engel, um, talking a bit about more flexible work arrangements, work-life balance, and a bunch of other stories to check out. Great. And do people need to book for that one as well, or can they just show up? No, you will have to book for the Philip Crowther event. Um, I think it will be quite popular. Um, but you can find all of the details on our calendar on Delanolu. Great. And finally, one more event for people. The last event that I picked out is called the Geek Fair, <laughs> which uh, takes uh, the the geek not as an insult, but as a um, compliment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if you're an 80s or 90s kid, uh, you can head over there to sort of browse toys, videos, tabletop games, movies, um, and more from, from past decades, anything from kind of Sailor Moon to... to Dragon Ball, um, E.T. and all of that. There's also a screening of uh, the 1984 classic Gremlins. Mm. Um, so if you want a bit of nostalgia and uh, sort of reminisce about your childhood, you can uh, yeah head to the Geek Foire 
which is also here at Rotonde, and that's on Saturday and Sunday, so 21st, 22nd of May. I have a friend that will absolutely love that. I'm going to I'm I'm tell him about it. Uh, great. Okay. Uh, and finally, we've got a personal pick from you, as we always do at the end of uh, these top of the weeks. Uh, what have you chosen for us? For a change, I have brought a song, because I know that I normally bring a book or a movie or something. Um, but for a change, I brought a song. It's uh, Maggie Rogers' new single, That's Where I Am. I think she sort of came on the scene now probably a fair few years ago um, with um, Alaska and that sort of that clip of Pharrell listening to her music and enjoying it very much. Um, but yeah, she has a new single out, That's Where I Am. I sort of stumbled across it um, a few weeks ago and um, just really enjoy it. And it's something upbeat and lively for a Monday morning. Great. Well, let's hear that right now. Thank you so much for coming in to join us uh, for Delano's Top of the Week. We'll see you or one of your colleagues next week. Thank you. Cheers.